0: Shalom L'Yehudim, Shalom L'Bnei Noach, Shalom le Goyim. it's the evening of the fourth day, Erev Kaf Gimel, Bechodesh Mar Cheshvan, Parashat Chayi Gimel, 5783, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 15 November 2022, you're listening to Phantom Nation, the fifth in a series of six podcasts, sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com, on Israel News TalkRadio.com, coming to you from the land promised to Avram Ben Terach and his seed for all time. Today, some of his seed was repeatedly stabbed and put to death by the seed of Abraham's firstborn son that he had sired with a Hamitic woman. That was a big mistake. Some of the sages blame Abraham's wife, Sarah, for losing patience and faith with Hashem. Albeit for a noble reason, she wanted her saintly husband to have an heir to pass along his wisdom and character as the kindest man of his time. So she chose to, so to speak, volunteer her handmaid, the Egyptian princess, to lie with him. Ultimately, the princess gave birth, as prophesied, to a wild ass of a man. No fit inheritor of the religion of Avraham. He was violent. He was cruel. He was like a rabid dog given to frenzied outbursts like today at Ariel. That's like a day's walk from where um, Avraham Ben pitched his first tent. Today, this uh, Hamitic, not Semitic, uh, savage, this Israelitic bar- barbarian, with a knife, approached a security guard at the gas station in Ariel and suddenly stabbed him. Then entered the station and stabbed three others because they were Aliyahud. Three uh, did not survive. Three were wounded. This is a savage Muslim maniac then ran out from the station toward Route 5, that's the uh, cross Samaria Highway, when an idea of force and uh, security guards, uh, uh, as the Israeli media likes to say, neutralized him. And I wish they would not do that. Neutralized can mean as little as shooting the knife out of his hand. And as much as, as much as what I think really happened, they killed this beast on two feet running amok in a murderous ecstasy, surely hoping and planning at the end of his adventure to be killed, and that's what happened. This is with whom we are dealing. Yesterday as well, a Muslim woman elsewhere uh, in Judea and Samaria driving a car tried to run over a clutch of Jewish warriors, and she too had to be put down like a rabid dog. And what does Israel's erstwhile friend the U.S. have to say about this? I say erstwhile. Yesterday, the State Department spokesman Ned Price protested the attendance by Itamar Ben-Gvir at a memorial for the late martyred Rabbi Meir Kahana, uh, Price said he, quote, celebrated the legacy of a terri- terrorist organization. Yeah, some terrorist organization. And uh, how many terrorist attacks did the Kahana cultists pull off? Hmm? This laboring, labeling of Kach, as it was called, Kahana's party, uh, because it was potentially a violent nest of would-be terrorists, a case in point, Baruch Goldstein, So there was a smidgen, a microscopic smidgen of truth to it. But otherwise, uh, the hypocrisy of comparing the Hanahite activists to other terrorist organizations like the Fatah killers, now camouflaged by Dr. Joseph Balin, Ph.D., as the Palestinian Authority, that's just nauseating. This U.S. government sends millions to the PA that builds uh, monuments and parks in honor of their bloodthirsty assassins, assassins of Jews and says nothing about that. It funds the PA, even though the Taylor Force law forbids that these days because the Fatah continues to pay salaries to their murderers, those in prison, and the the surviving families of those who have been killed. It's Israel's fault that it says nothing officially of what PMW, Palestinian Media Watch, reveals every week with their translations from the PA media that are as anti-Semitic as any of history's lunatic accusations of Jews doing evil. This U.S. government supports UNWA, whose uh, schools use anti-Semitic textbooks. Uh, It supports the PA media, as I say, with its daily fare of lunatic history and accusations of Jewish devilry. This was the State Department yesterday uh, speaking, and now we learn today the FBI, belonging to the Treasury Department. The FBI is another corrupt agency of the United States government, It is going to investigate how that woman propagandist for Muslim murderers was killed last May, this so-called Palestinian journalist. The IDF, in its Israeli ignorance of anti-Semitism, of anti-Semitic behavior, issued a report admitting to the likelihood she was felled unintentionally by an Israeli bullet with little awareness that anti-Semitism is always about guilt. This accusation is nothing but anti-Semitism smearing the Jews with guilt for some evil sin or crime which then it justifies attacking us, raping, mutilating, murdering, looting our possessions. Indeed, at the heart of Christianity is the figure of the Jew guilty of all the sins of mankind. At his death, he has taken on all the sins of mankind and as such was at the moment of his death the guiltiest man in the world, this Jew. Today, Palestinian nationalism smears the Jews with the crime of stealing Palestine, the ancient homeland of the ancient indigenous Palestinian people. And of course, Israel daily persecutes the Palestinians, mistreats them. And so it's not surprising that daily some ancient Palestinian can no longer bear the injustice and feels he must strike out and kill as many Jews as he can and get them to kill him. In this sense, Islam is a death cult, like the religion in ancient Egypt. Uh, People who use slave labor to build the largest tombs in human history. Today, the shameless Muslims have been known to say they will win because they love death and the Jews love life. What is the FBI doing investigating that latest killing of a journalist here who of her own free will placed herself in a shooting gallery? War correspondents get killed all the time. Early in the Ukraine war, Fox TV's Benjamin Hall uh, endured, with two other journalists, an attack that killed them. Uh, he survived after it had blown a part of his leg off. What is the purpose of U.S. taxpayers' money being used to search for a reason to accuse the Jews of being cold-blooded killers? Who, with malice aforethought, forethought, deliberately targeted that Palestinian journalist because, presumably... The Jews did not like her support for her people under occupation by the Jews. This accusation is nothing but anti-Semitism in action. Yes, America is changing. That surely played a role in the elections last week. For sure, the Democrats, now a criminal enterprise, even a traitorous one, likely had a hand in foiling the expected red wave as they stole the 2020 election. But that's only one face of America, uh, this transformation of Thomas Jefferson's party into a criminal enterprise. America as a whole has become corrupt in many ways. The vulgarity and pornography of its popular entertainment, uh, the epidemic of people tattooing themselves, millions of them, the America I grew up in. Uh, Tattoos only on criminals and itinerant merchant marine seamen and gang hoodlums. Yiddishkeit has always forbidden this practice as pagan. It has been uh, corrupt American life in its family life since uh, no-fault divorce kicked in. Millions of broken families corrupt in its sex life. LGBT, etc., and other varieties of hedonistic perversions are smiled upon the mass murder of babies in the womb, likewise, and the selling of their body parts, the criminal mutilation of healthy bodies in the name of aligning the body with the gender when they don't agree. Uh, Gender is a holy, pre-scientific, magical concept. It is magical thinking, characteristic of the young and the illiterate. And so it's not surprising that America, in transformation, It's losing its traditionally sentimental support for Israel. Uh, This hostility is all over university campuses, and as such, it's a symptom of a spiritual malignancy. Never in American history has there been such a wave of Jew hatred leading as never before to such violence against Jews. The antipathy to violence is now full-blown in the New York Times, which has always been anti-Israel, but now, as in the case of Barry Weiss, um, even in its offices... They percolate with shameless anti-Jew cracks that drove her to quit that probably well-paying job. Anti-Jew emotion and behavior like this is always a sign of a larger social disorder. Anti-Jew hostility like this is an omen for America in general and its future relationship with Israel that will be different from the past. And that was the classic melody for Psalm 23, done by Daniel Javier. Yeah, America is changing. The WASPs, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, who constituted the core of the American colonists, are now disappearing. They're not reproducing. Add to this the deliberate assault on them by Biden with his influx of millions of third world people with no American traditions as part of their cultural baggage the founders, who knew more of their Old Testament than the New. To read the letters of the founders, as I have, and their remarks on religion is to find very little focus on Jesus and much more on the God of the Hebrews, whom they commonly called the God, that is, the Supreme Being, the Omnipotent One. It's it's estimated that one-third of the laws in the 13 colonies were lifted directly from Tanakh, Uh, Tanakh, that is the Christian version and translation, Uh, there was a suggestion that uh, at the time of the revolution that Hebrew be made in an official language of the New Republic alongside English. Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, John Adams were tasked by the Continental Congress to suggest a design for an emblematic shield for the Republic, and they chose depicting Moses leading the children of Israel through the Sea of Reeds. During the American Revolution, colonists hated King George III, and one of their nicknames for him was Pharaoh. During the Revolution, Harvard still practiced the tradition of a century and a half at that point of having its yearly valedictorian deliver his graduation speech in Hebrew. Today, though, America is mutating into a multicultural society with components lacking. All affinity for the Jewish Bible and respect for Jews. Hence the eruption of violent Jew hatred and the frightening of Jews on college campuses. This mutation has given rise to some in Israel uh, that American Jews will now want to make Aliyah, but that makes no sense. And the demographics of Aliyah from the U.S. suggest that. It's very little. In Israel, it has become the demand. Uh, of the three religious parties uh, in the New Knesset, uh, that uh, the 1970 law regarding reformed Jewish uh, conversion as legitimate, they demand that it go the way of Rovid Wade, that it be revoked, rescinded, canceled. They ask only for classical halachic conversion. That's the only one to be respected. Uh, First of all, there is ample proof, really ample proof, that Reformed Judaism, so-called, is not authentically Jewish for the absence of so many ancient behaviors whose adherence uh, has resulted in the survival of this people against all odds, against constant massacres and persecution. In fact, it is now commonly believed that 70% of marriageable Reformed Jews do not marry other Jews when the wisdom of the necessity of doing that is as old as the age of Avraham. Marrying the right woman was an issue for him, and that was later an issue for his son and daughter-in-law as well. The very story of Abraham, Hagar, Ishmael, Sarah, and Yitzchak is evidence. You've got to have a Jewish mother to be a Jew, which includes a properly converted Gentile woman. The whole difference between Abraham's first two sons is the difference between their mothers today? The so-called reform insists that what they do is authentic Judaism. When their practice of intermarriage is evidence of their suicide, it's a sentence for the community that they are judging must disappear. Uh, in fact, last year, their flagship school in, in Cincinnati, established in 1876, uh, they announced uh, they were closing their doors to new candidates for the rabbinate, as they understand it, surely because they don't have enough candidates anymore. For this alone, it cannot be judged as an authentic stream in Judaism. It's not re- reproducing. Add this to the beliefs and behaviors of Reformed Jews, that Orthodox Jews from all over the world, Ashkenazim, Sfaradim, everybody uh, practiced, except these Reformed Jews. And Calling Reformed Judaism Jewish is like, Declaring 2 plus 2 is 5 makes no sense. Reformed Jews thumb their noses at the fourth commandment pronounced at Mount Sinai, which is to keep the Sabbath. Interesting, it's placement 2 uh, before honor of father and mother and of, uh, don't murder, don't steal, don't lie, which are commandments for Gentiles as well, versus the commandment to keep the Sabbath, which is renew- uniquely Jewish, It may be the quintessential Jewish commandment of the ten. The Reformed do not honor the Sabbath. They do not practice the spiritual appetite control, discipline, that is the kosher system of preparing and consuming foods. They don't put on tefillin. They don't wear prayer shawls. They don't wear a hat of any kind, head covering. Their temples are imitation Protestant sanctuaries, architecturally speaking, in which the traditional placing of the bima, the table on which we read the unrolled scroll, in the center is no more in a Reformed temple, it's off to the side. And that's symbolic of the community that does not place the Torah at the center of their lives. It's intellectually corrupt, call what Reformed Jews believe and do as Jewish. The current U.S. Secretary of State, Mr. Blinken, was married not only by a Reformed rabbi of what gender I know not, and a priest of an idolatrous religion when the uh, combat with idolatry is basic to the Torah. Israeli pundits today are unhappy with the widening gap between themselves and nominally American Jews, nominal Jews in America, and think the way to attract them to Israel is to go to be more politically correct and uh, go with the flow with Israel's dishonest diplomacy, the title of the previous webcast, when I think Israel can make itself attractive in the diaspora, only as a truly proud Jewish community that rejects the common wisdom that Israel has to make has to make a, a negotiated settlement with the Palestinians for an amicable win-win solution to the conflict. When what Israel should be telling diaspora Jews is the truth, But there are no Palestinians and all the negativity. Uh, they hear and read about Israel is just old-fashioned Jew hatred in modern dress. It's a pack of lies. Uh, in the case of there being a Palestinian people with the right to their own independent state in the center of our ancient homeland. Coincidentally, yesterday in Tel Aviv, there was a coffee clutch gathering of you know, the speakers of movers and shakers to discuss the relationship between Israel and the U.S. With Alan Dershowitz, foreseeing danger, He said, Israel needs a new strategy to deal with the coming eventuality of Israel being alone. It's my point, too. The U.S. is on track for abandoning its generations of support. Also there was the Zionist, uh, also in the news was uh, a meeting by the Zionist Organization of America honoring Donald Trump for his support for Israel, in which, and not for the first time, Trump said, American Jews don't like Israel enough, don't love Israel enough. Which is true, and that's because uh, the overwhelming number of them today are ginos, Jews in name only. There are even those like Ambassador Tom Nide's son, who is not a Jew but claims he is. And it's all a function of abandoning the Jewish people via intermarriage. A case of point is Dershowitz himself, who as a boy and youth, lived in Brooklyn as an Orthodox boy and youth. But in his first book, Chutzpah... He crowed over his rebellion against the Jewish religion, and not surprisingly, his son, too, married a Gentile. Dershowitz is like other American Jews who spurn the life of a religious Jew and substitute a passionate defense of Israel, producing in him a divided self. On numerous occasions, I have heard Dershowitz claim that he is a member of the Democratic Party, proud of his vote for Biden, and he claims he is both pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian. This is like being pro-Jewish and pro-Nazi. For the leader of the Arabs in El spent the war in Berlin, living in a townhouse formerly the home of a Jewish family evicted and probably murdered by Hitler, in which Haj did propaganda, shortwave radio broadcast in Arabic for the Nazis. Uh, He recruited Balkan Muslims into the Wehrmacht and, and plotted the building of ovens and crematory in the Galilee for all the Jews in Eretz Israel, when the Nazis invade and overrule, overrun the country. Dershowitz himself is a living specimen of the dying Jewish people in America, those who do not live Jewish lives, which includes taking Israel's side in our fight for peace against these violent, cruel, barbaric Arab Muslims.
1: אותיי, למנטינקוס ואתם מי זיב ולכותיי אל המנוח עקיבתם היו לבו עליי בניי וידנו מדניי היום Shabbat, the day for Hashem. Shabbat, 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 the day for Hashem. LeAmelkiru dro, v'natati et birchatim. Ishael Achot alitzon yom simchati. Shabbat, 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 Shabbat. Hayoblasha Mahauetamanem, lasotte Varestam ve Kishwui ma konem, leshalema Bit chuvim emunay, usto yeh mashmanay. Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat ayom LaShem. Oi Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat ayom LaShem. ינה יום גאולה יום שבת תתשמעו ותמלאי פסגולא לנובר אחר תבורו ואז לפנאי Ute צפנאי שבת Shabbat Shabbat, Oy, Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat HaYom B'LaShem. Oh, Shabbat, 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 Shabbat HaYom B'LaShem. Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat HaYom B'LaShem. Shabbat, Sh. Shabbat Livia the as Titanagalashim Shabbat 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 Shabbat, yo O shabbat, shabbat, shabbat,
0: And that was Ibn Gabirolo's words from eleventh century Spain, Sanungai Udi Davidi. And you're listening to Deprogram, program on phantomnation.com. Yeah, there seem to be two kinds of Israelis uh, with an opinion, those who wisely support Halakha conversion and those who support the non-observant and the diaspora who want to have their cake and eat it too. Call yourself a Jew and take pride in Jewish accomplishments but refuse to live the Jewish lifestyle and to demand respect for that posture Embarrassed by Itamar Ben-Gvir because he relates to the Arabs as the Brits, uh, during the Blitz, related to the Germans, as Americans related to the Japanese after Pearl Harbor, Uh, they are represented, uh, those who uh, are embarrassed by Ben-Gvir, they're represented by the current Minister of Diaspora Affairs, uh, Nachman Shai, which ministry should be abolished. Uh, Nachman Shai has just budgeted, with the reform and conservative movements in the states, some boondoggle of a program that will cost $2.3 million, focusing on pro-Israel advocacy among young leftist Jews. When I say the only effective way to reach them is to speak the truth that the enemy here is the same enemy as on 9-11. These are homicidal, suicidal Muslim maniacs, like the murderer today who murdered three Jews and wounded three others. Diaspora Jews must be uh, apprised of the reality of the Palestinian identity as a disguise, covering up the Muslim lunacy underneath. The Reformers' organization said that after the Israeli election, quote, a government that includes Israeli nationalists will almost certainly lead to challenging moments in the U.S.-Israel relationship and will be painful for many Jews worldwide, close quote. You got that? How extremist for Israel to have government, have a government that includes Israeli nationalists. Shocking. Better they should be Palestinian nationalists. This minister of diaspora affairs, Nachman Shai, you may remember from just last winter when he objected to Israel denying refugee assistance, uh, asylum to Ukrainian war refugees because they were not Jews. Horrors. It's a country of refugees. That distinction between Jews and Gentiles is always what irritates the secular Israeli Jews like Nachman Shai. For them, secular Zionism was all about extracting the Jews from their ghetto and rebranding them normal people just like everybody else, no longer a people that dwells alone, as the late communist of Jewish extraction, Yitzhak Rabin, complained. That was Yehuda Glanz doing some immortal words from Rabbi Nachman. Okay, this has been the fifth of six weekly podcasts of phantom nation the title as well of a book of the same name sponsored by floridians for israel institute at gmail.com more than one reader has called it the best book ever on the war against israel by islam currently camouflaged as the putatively primeval palestinian people about whom there's nothing palestinian i'll be back next wednesday god willing and when this series is over the podcast will continue three times a week on www.phantom-nation.com. I'm Shai Bentecoa.
1: If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page, and don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too.
2: Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight Talk from Israel.
0: You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel.
1: Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Basper. I'm from India and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country.
3: Mom! Okay, wait a minute.